Joy, thank you so much for sitting with me for this recent podcast. You know how much I love sharing stories about resiliency and how our stories can inspire others. So um, I I would like for you to share with our audience a, a story of your testimony. I know you have many, but is there one you'd like to share with our audience today? And everybody that's listening, this is my sister, Joy. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much. And this is a blessing uh, to share my story and my testimony. And um, the first thing that came to mind was, and I talk about this a lot with you, is the journey of overcoming or is that the right word to say overcoming? You but know my what? journey of of going through a divorce and getting back on my feet again. Uh-huh. And as you know, you were a part of that story. Um, and I've talked about this quite a bit, how you told me one time, Joy, to pray with your feet. And that was a moment, a life-changing moment for me because I was going through a very challenging time, feeling sorry for myself. I was facing eviction. I didn't have a full-time job. I was just working a few temp jobs here and there. And I remember that day so vividly, Jewel. I was laying across my bed, and you said, Joy, you got to pray with your feet. And it was like I felt a foot go through that telephone <laughs> to get up. And that started my journey of looking for work, of facing uh, this is the situation and facing the fact that, okay, my marriage is over and it's not the end of the world. And I think the first thing that really jolted me was going to the manager, telling him I don't have my rent. Mm -hmm. I was scared to death. And realizing, okay, I, I survived that and looking for work, making it my job to, to find a job. And I was actually during that time was having some health issues. But and then, Jewel, you asked me, do I want to come stay with you mm-hmm. and John? And as you know, I'm your younger sister. And it would have been so easy for me to say, yes. But I knew in my heart, no, I have to stay here and turn this around. Mm-hmm. And I I believe that that would have been my detriment because I was I had to take responsibility for my for my life at that time. And so I got up in the mornings. I got on the bus. I lost a car during that time. I, I was I was in an accident that I caused and I had to be responsible for that. The accident made me lose my car. So I found myself without a car. It made me be more resilient. I had to ride the bus. I was looking for work. And I and there were days I would come home and my electricity would be turned off. And now and as I'm telling the story, it just seems so surreal. Like it was another person. It's like that really happened. Mm-hmm. And I was living in an apartment complex that had some interesting people. <laughs> it was just it was it was crazy. But I knew that I had to keep getting up, keep looking for work. And at the time, I had a little dog. And some people offered, well, Joy, you can come stay with me, but you can't bring Crystal. And I was like, nope, I'm sorry. I'm not leaving my dog. So I was just determined. And I just got up every day, 
had kept my routine until I was faced with going to court. And I will never forget going to court and the judge asked me, what is the problem? And I just said, I'm going through a divorce. I am a responsible person. I don't have a car, I don't have a job, but I'm looking. And I just stood there, very matter of fact, and it was just like, that's what it is. And I was so scared when I saw that eviction notice on my door. But I knew, okay, we're here. I got. I have to deal with this now. And the manager at the apartment complex was actually in court to stand up for me. And that was an unusual situation. Mm-hmm. So he told me, he said, Joy, if you get a job, you can stay. So I know you know the story, Jewel, but the point I'm making is this, is that I kept moving forward. I kept getting up. Uh, I would keep affirmations on my front door. When I, uh, when I walked in my apartment, the first thing I would see was affirmations and, and positive reinforcement. I listened to nothing but positive music and gospel music. And I, I surrounded myself with all this because I knew I had to keep getting up. And I cried. I did a lot of crying during that time. And I was not the one. I was always used to being taken care of. That's what I was going to talk about is how chronologically you are the youngest mm-hmm. of three siblings. Yes. And I know that for so long you carried the the badge. You wore the badge, the baby sister. Right. So you came to a crossroad where you had to step out of the identity of being a helpless baby. And you look back and you realize it was your time to birth yourself into a whole person, a responsible person, a mature person. It's like, okay, everything is on me now. Mm -hmm. And I think your busyness and your mindset of just keep moving forward is what saved you because you didn't allow yourself to go into a pity party. I don't remember you ever having this mindset of poor me. You I knew you were sad and I was sad for you, Mm -hmm. but it was also a time of growth for me too, because I had to step back as the older, I'll fix it. I'm superwoman. I got you. I don't want you to suffer. I don't want you to struggle. And I had to realize I had to step back and allow you to find your relationship with God, find your strength, find your self-worth, find your get up and go, find your grit. Yes. Find your push through, your press on, Mm -hmm. so that you would have the testimony you're sitting here with me today. Yeah. And that all was a process. And I I thank you for sharing that because there's so many people that don't realize they have a choice. You were stripped of everything, Joy, furniture, house, car, relationship, marital status. And then eventually you lost your crystal, your dog baby. Mm -hmm. So for you, and then, and then you were dealing with illness. So all the, you were fighting a battle on so many different fronts. And then I see you now and I say, wow, Joy, you are fully independent. You're paying all of your bills. You're able to buy a car. You're able to buy the furniture that you wanted. You've been able to stand on solid ground knowing that you did it and you didn't give up. And you hear me so often say, one day you'll thank yourself for not giving up. And I think this is one of those days when you can say, pat yourself on the back. Joy, you didn't give up. Yes. And and I just... So grateful to God. I praise God for that Um, because 
so many times we talked about this where I now look forward to paying my bills, Jewel. <laughs> and there was a time when I felt like, well, I'm not supposed to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm the baby. Yeah. So or, someone or, else will take care of that. And yeah. I was in a marriage thinking that, well, the husband takes care yeah, of that. that Cinderella complex. Yeah. Like somebody's yeah. going to come and save me. Mm-hmm. And then you have this uh, slap in the face of reality. Like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you made the choice that I will survive. Yes. I will be resilient. I yes. will get through this step by step. And I know there's a lot of things you didn't share, but the main highlights is what I wanted you to share. And I think that somebody listening is going to really be inspired to say, "Wow, I'm there too," mm-hmm. and "Wow, I need to get up out of right. the bed. Right. I need to put feet to my faith." Right. And you know, and I've never been ashamed that I, I was divorced. Mm-hmm. It was. It was the. It was the. Um, I didn't want to be, but I know some people are ashamed to say it. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to say I got divorced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just was not expecting it. Right. And and I had to face the reality that, okay, this, this chapter in my life is over. And, um, and get on with it. And I think there was a part of me, too, that um, I, was, I was hurt. But I knew deep down inside, Jewel, I knew... If I had said, okay, Jewel, I'm going to move into your house. I'm going to come. I would, it wouldn't have been the same outcome, Mm -hmm. you know. Now, you know, when people have divorce, sometimes it's not what they wanted or it's what they do want it. In Mm -hmm. this case, it's not what you wanted. It's not what you expected. What would you say to somebody that is sitting there licking their wounds? They didn't want it. They're feeling rejected. They're feeling betrayed. They're feeling worthless. And maybe they are feeling ashamed. You didn't, but maybe mm-hmm. somebody is feeling ashamed. They mm-hmm. don't want anybody to know. What would you say to that person? I would tell them to to just to take it one day at a time and to trust that it's going to, it's going to take some time. It's going it's, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a process. There's there's no magic answer to that because Everybody has different circumstances. So to answer your question, I would tell whether it's a man or a woman that it's not the end of the world to take it one day at a time, to hold on to your faith and just take it one one challenge at a time. For me, I had to find a job. So that was your priority. That was my priority because I knew that I didn't want to give my dog up. That that wasn't even an option. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm keeping my dog, <laughs> and I've had I worked before, so that was a a, um, a, a positive in, in in my life because I have worked before, mm-hmm. so I knew how to go get a job. Mm-hmm. So it was like once once you said joy. You better start praying with your feet. I mean, literally, it was like whoa, get up, joy, <laughs> get up and go get that job. Okay, so I that was my first project. Okay, and I did that. So I would tell the person, tell someone, you know, write it down, make a list what you have to do. You know, pray, think about it, surround yourself with people who are going to support you. Don't surround yourself with people who are going to, you know, make you feel bad or 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 talk about the situation and and just gossip. No, surround yourself with people that are going to support you to help you move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's the beauty of our tribe 
our Women on the Grow tribe. We have so many women in our lives that are encouraging, mm-hmm. that are optimistic, that have their own stories of resiliency. So they understand that life is not perfect. We understand there will be ups and downs. And I always say, if it's not your turn today, maybe your turn tomorrow. Right. And so I think that because we have such a loving circle of love around us yes, and sisterhood, mm-hmm. it really gives us some a sense of hope, a sense of direction, a sense of purpose, that we're not a failure, that you're not a loser, right. that you're not the only one, and that you can have hope. Mm-hmm. And I thank you so much for sharing your story of resiliency. This is powerful. Thank I really you. wanted to document it because it has been your personal story. And as you have healed and as you have found your footing as you've got your own rhythm and you've got your own self-worth restored and you are ready to date again and you're ready to yeah. <laughs> to walk into uh, a new season, uh, understanding that yes. a relationship ending does not mean that you are a bad person. No, just like, you know not. what, this just wasn't no. working and we were not a good match for one another. There's no hate. I love There's the fact that. that you guys are have uh, have a... Uh, separated on wonderful terms that there is no grudging and there's no anger uh, that there's peace between the two of you that's Mm -hmm. a healthy thing and I know it's because possibly too when there's no children it does make it a little bit easier and Julie and it wasn't in the beginning it wasn't a a, 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 Mm -hmm. amicable amicable. that's the word I was looking for yeah it wasn't amicable at first and that took some time and it is a blessing that we did eventually become friends again and to realize, okay, that part of my life is over. So, did you have more anger, more resentment, more? Uh, what was the what was the raw emotion you were feeling? Did you feel betrayed? Did you feel hurt? Did you feel angry? Did you feel grief? You know, as you know, we were still dealing with the loss of our mother, mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, Jewel, it was a a combination mm-hmm. because the the reality is, is that I'm just going to keep it real. Um, is that I knew that the marriage was over for a long time. Okay. See, I knew that now let's come on now with it. I knew it. And so it was painful for me to, to finally say joy. Okay. Stop, stop the fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been over for a while. Yeah. And you even said some things to me that I was kind of like, what, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, the day that I spoke the words that I knew would make it happen because I was trying hard to hold on, <laughs> hold on to a dream, to a fantasy, to a fantasy, to a fantasy. Yeah. And um, so it was a combination of so many feelings, but I knew deep down in my soul, I knew it wasn't right. Yeah. And I had to let it go. So it was that giving up the fantasy. That's basically it. Yeah, it was liberating. Yeah, and you know because I had this expectation of, oh, I'm going to have you know the the, the traditional life of, of getting married, having mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. having the home, mm-hmm. having friends, you know, having the in laws over. None of that happened. Mm-hmm. None of that happened. Yeah. And but I will say you know um, that I am very very grateful that we did get to a point where we let that go. And we did become friends, and now is someone that is, it's, it's a wonderful thing not to have any type of animosity. And like you're right, you know, because we didn't have children, that does make it easier. Oh gosh, yeah. That does make it a lot easier. Yeah. But the bottom line is that I had to be honest with myself. I had to be honest. I love that you're sharing that. That that is raw and that is real. 
mm-hmm. coming to terms with the reality of a situation because usually a person leaves emotionally first before they leave physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. This has been great joy. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your story. And thank you for being my sister. <laughs> thank you for being my sister. And I, I truly hope and pray that this will help someone um, will put lift someone's spirit to know that there is sunshine on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Put your feet to your faith, listener. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember to share these podcasts with your friends, your family, your coworkers. Let people know that this podcast series will grow your mind. Be blessed and stay in the light.